and hello 2024. Can you believe we're in a new year? I say this every year, but man, I feel like this year went by so much faster than any other year, like ever. It just zoomed right on by. And what we don't want to do is just keep zooming right into the next year without first taking some time to pause and reflect. It's so important to take a step back and think about the year that's just passed. If you're in constant pursuit of the best version of yourself like I am, this pause and reflection before moving forward full speed ahead is super important to your personal growth. Moving into a new year without doing this just wouldn't feel right for me because I love growing myself as a person and I'm passionate about helping you do the same. If this is your first time listening to Lead a Life You Can Love, welcome to the show. And if it's not your first time, thank you so much for being a listener. I'm so grateful for you. And by the way, I'm your host, Jamie Smith, self-proclaimed personal development nerd. So I actually look forward to this time of the year. Well, for many reasons, one being I love Christmas especially, but I love those big life moments that call for deep reflection because it creates deep learning, which is the jumping off point to some serious positive change. I love the opportunity to grow. And of course, we have that opportunity every day, but this is like the planning for that everyday growth that we want to experience throughout the year. And if you know me or have listened to this podcast for long, you know that I love planning. Planning is how you live with intention. You can have good intentions all day long, but you need a plan to follow through on those intentions. You can't just go through life winging it and expect to end up where you want to be. Unless you're just really lucky, but I don't hear too many success stories happening that way. More often, those that are successful are those that took the time to map out what they wanted for themselves in life and those that took the time to create a plan on how to move in that direction. So before we start to move forward into the new year, let's commit together to taking the oh-so-important moment to reflect, learn, and plan. So in today's episode called Make This Your Best Year Ever, I'm going to give you 10 questions that you can ask yourself to help you with making sure that 2024 is indeed your best year ever. And these questions are, they're questions that you can ask yourself really at multiple points throughout the year or at any of those moments that just call for deep reflection in your life. Like maybe for you, you love doing this sort of reset on your birthday, or maybe it's, you know, when a big life change happens, like you leave one job to start another. But my aim today is to help you specifically with kicking off the new year in the best way possible so that you can have your best year ever. And before I get into the questions, I want to start by sort of setting the stage for these questions 
With most of these questions, if not all of them, a great way to help yourself answer these questions for extreme clarity in all areas of your life and for the question to become easier to answer for you, it's when you ask yourself the question, think about every area of your life when you're answering it. So rather than just kind of looking back at the whole giant big picture of your life for a whole year, that's a long time to reflect back on, doesn't feel like a long time, feels like it zoomed by, but it is 365 days that we are talking about reflecting on here. So it's helpful to dial in and look at each of those different areas of your life. Like I talked about with the goal setting episode a couple episodes back, it's looking at those different kind of buckets, categories of your life, like your career, your relationships, your personal interests, your personal growth, your your health, your emotional health and your physical health, your finances, uh, your spirituality, all that good stuff. Thinking about each of these different areas when you answer your questions is going to help you get so much more clear on your answers, and it really just makes the question easier to answer when you break it down into these categories in your brain like this. So let's dive in. Here's question number one. You ready? I hope you have a pen handy for this episode, or maybe you're a notes user in your phone, but these are some great questions to jot down. So if you need to pause this episode to go grab your pen and paper real quick, then do that. And if you're driving or multitasking right now, then this will definitely be one of those episodes that you'll want to listen to again so that you can make sure to get all of this down on paper when you do take the time to sit down and do your end of year, beginning of the year reflection. Okay, so here it is. Question number one. What was the best part or best parts of your year? I like to start with the most fun question because it positions you in this place of gratitude right at the start of your reflection, which is just a good place to be. The best way that I know how to help myself answer this question is by looking back at the photos on my phone. I just scroll through the whole year and pinpoint those extra special moments or those milestones I hit that stand out as being noteworthy. And maybe you're not a big picture taker, so if this wouldn't be as effective for you, then another thing you could do is look at your uh, your calendar. I actually do both because if I don't have pictures of it, I likely have an event on my calendar or a big day or goal that was scheduled into my calendar that must have been important to me, important enough to land on my calendar. And remember to think of all those categories that I just mentioned, like what was the best thing that happened in your career? What was the best part of your health journey this year? What was the best thing that happened in your relationships or in your finances? Or what was the best part of your your maybe hobbies that you pursued or the self-care routines that you might have picked up? And what was something that maybe you can celebrate about, you know, something you achieved this year? 
I was actually just writing a Christmas card to my husband and I was highlighting all of the best parts of our year together in that card. And it was super helpful for me personally to go back and look at all of our pictures together. I was like, oh, yep, that's a moment I want to mention. Oh, yep, that was super fun. Got to mention that. So yeah, looking at your pictures on your phone can be super helpful. Um, but again, if you're not a picture taker, then go to your calendar, go to your planner and see, you know, what were the things that you were spending your time on? And that may be super helpful too. Now let's go to question number two. What do you want more of in your life? And this is such a great follow-up question to the first one because maybe one of those things that you want more of is one of the things that you answered in question one. Like for example, if one of the best parts about your year this past year was that you enjoy this hiking trip that you took and that was one of the best moments in your year, then maybe you decide that one of the things you want more of in the coming year is more, you know, hiking trips, more time in nature, more outdoor physical activity with friends or loved ones, or maybe it was solitary time for you and that's what you enjoyed about it. But being able to say, you know, these were all of my favorite parts of the year. And then having that to reference back to when you ask yourself what you want more of can be a, a helpful place to start. Then it's maybe thinking of something or anything that you didn't get to do that you really wanted to do. Maybe you planned on traveling to a new place and didn't get around to planning the trip so it never happened. So maybe you want more traveling this year. But remember to think about all those different areas of your life. Like, for example, in my life, when I think about this question of what do I want more of, when I think about my career specifically, I want to meet more people. I want more connection. So I know that what I need more of in my life in the coming year is to get out more. It's to do more networking, to attend more functions in the community, that kind of thing. Another great way to frame this question of what do you want more of is just, what do you want to start doing? So at the corporate job that I used to have prior to being a full-time coach, we used this tool or this system called a coaching card that we used to help you know, our teammates improve in their performance. It was just a little card that we would fill out and then we would sit down and have a conversation with the team member about really three things, what we wanted them to start doing, what we wanted them to stop doing, and we and what we wanted them to um, continue to do, something maybe they were already doing well. And I've since learned that this, this system or this tool is something that many corporate companies use. I've heard about it a lot in books and on other podcasts, um, and maybe those companies don't call it a coaching card, but it's a tool for developing your team and having a coaching-type conversation with someone to help them improve. And so the first line on our card or the first part of that coaching conversation was the word start. So it was just thinking about what is something that I want this team member to start doing to improve their performance. And so when we frame this question um, to ourselves and we go, what is something that I can start doing to improve my life performance? It's just such a powerful question. It's so simple, but so effective 
So it's just asking the simple question of what do I want to see myself doing more of? What do I want to start doing to improve my life? The next part of that coaching card was stop. Stop doing, which leads to my next question for you of the 10 questions today. So question number three, what do you want less of moving into the new year? Is there anything that you want to stop doing or just want to do less of in your life? And remember to look at all those different categories of your life. This helps you get so clear, helps you to not forget about a certain area, maybe. So some examples, you might want to eat less fast food. Maybe you want to stop complaining so much. Maybe you want to do less online shopping so you can save more money. Maybe you want to drink less alcohol. So it's just thinking about what would I like to do less of that is maybe negatively impacting me or maybe it's impeding the progress that I'm making on my goals in life. And then putting that down on paper. And thinking about how you're going to start doing less of that thing. What are the things that maybe you can cut out of your life to stop doing those certain things? And then the fourth question that I'm going to give you is one that I especially like because it gives you a moment to celebrate an initiative that you already have in place that's great for you, that's working for you, that you want to continue because it's creating positive change in your life already. And this is the third part of that coaching card I mentioned. It's the word continue. So what do you want to continue doing? What do you want to keep on keeping on with? What's something that you already have in play in your life that you just want to keep on trucking with? Maybe it's a new habit you've implemented in the past year that's working wonders for you that you just want to keep up. I was having a conversation with one of my clients just the other day, and I asked him the question of, what do you want to start doing? Any new habits that maybe you'd like to put in place or new goals you want to set? And he was just like, no, really, I just want to keep doing all the things I'm already doing. He knew he had some really great habits and routines in place, and he just wanted to focus on staying committed to those things and to continue doing those things well. So this continue doing, what do I want to keep on keeping on with? It's a moment to kind of pat yourself on the back for whatever good you've already got going on in your life. And if you were using this question in a developmental conversation with someone on your team at work, maybe it's a moment to celebrate them for something great performance-wise, that they maybe are already doing in your organization that you want them to just keep up. It's like a way of saying, I see you, or a way of saying to yourself, self, I see you. Keep on doing that. It's awesome. And the fifth question that I'm going to give you is, what was the most challenging part of your year? And again, think of all those different categories. 
career, health, relationships, finances, spirituality, and pinpoint what the hardest things for you to overcome were, or maybe you're still in the process of trying to overcome. Maybe you had a serious breakup that's wreaking havoc in a bunch of different areas of your life and you're still trying to just figure it out. Maybe you lost your job and you're now just trying to figure out what the next right career move is for you. Maybe you just really struggled with some of the goals or intentions that you set at the beginning of the year, last year. So now's the time to look at those goals you didn't achieve. It's time to look back at those challenges that you faced so you can learn from them. You now get to ask yourself, what worked? What didn't work? How can I adjust my plan to achieve that goal this year? Instead of having the same struggles and challenges and the same obstacles getting in my way, what caused me to struggle so hard with that thing? And how was I maybe proud of the way I handled the struggle? Or maybe how was I not so proud of the way that I handled it, how I responded to it? This question of what was the most challenging part of your year allows you to learn from your mistakes, to be better next time around, because there will be a next time. And I don't mean with that specific thing necessarily, but just with struggles, with trials and tribulations, there will be more. That's life. Our job is to learn from our past selves So we can try to be better for our future selves. And it's really insightful. Sometimes when we pinpoint the things that were the most challenging to us, it gives us just a new insight into ourselves. Maybe it lets us know that, oh, wow, that's something that I really struggled with. So maybe it goes full circle and back to one of the things that you want to start doing more of or something that you want to start doing might be learning about that thing that you struggled with so that you can be better for it next time. And this actually leads beautifully into the next question to ask yourself. And this is question number six. It's what did you learn about yourself? What new insights did you gain? What new part of yourself did did you get to explore? What new, you know, perspective did you gain about who you are and how you deal with things? What did you learn about yourself that'll help you make better decisions for yourself in the future? Maybe you tried something new this past year and you were like, you know what? I learned that I really just don't like that. Maybe you tried going to the gym this year and you found out that going to the gym just ain't for you. You'd rather work out at home by yourself, or maybe it's just that the gym setting isn't your cup of tea and you prefer a dance class or yoga at the park or whatever. Maybe you learned of yourself that there are certain boundaries that you need to put in place. Maybe you let certain people in your life cross the line with you one too many times. Maybe you had your emotions toyed with. Maybe you got walked all over. Maybe you allowed people to get under your skin in a way that just isn't healthy for you. So now you know that you need to set better boundaries. 
Maybe you don't spend as much time with those people. Maybe you have a tough conversation with that person and set the tone for how the relationship is going to look different moving forward. Maybe you learn to start speaking up for yourself when a certain line is crossed. We are constantly learning about ourselves. And we'll continue to learn about ourselves for the rest of our lives. We're going to face new challenges, new opportunities, do new things, have new experiences we've never had before. And in each of those situations, we're going to learn something about ourselves. And so what we're doing here during this pause and reflection time at the end of the year is taking the time to really think about what did I learn about myself throughout the year? Because we don't always really stop to to think about that lesson that we learned in the moment. We don't always, you know, make the most of that lesson so that we can apply that lesson to our life moving forward. So this is our opportunity to do that. What did we learn about ourselves this year? And how can we use that learning to be better for ourselves moving forward? All right. Now on to question number seven. Who do you need to spend more time with or be around more this year? Or who do you need to add to your inner circle? I did an episode with an amazing woman named Laura Terrell a while back, and she called this inner circle that I'm referring to her personal board of directors. And I told her in that moment, I am totally adopting that. I love that. So it's who do you need to maybe add to your personal board of directors? We all need certain support roles in our inner circle. Someone we can count on for professional advice. Someone we can count on for personal advice. Someone we can call when we just need to vent and need that listening ear. Someone we can call on when we just need to have fun and be carefree and be silly and play. Someone we can call on that we deeply trust and we need to share some really intimate things with or personal things with and just maybe have an intellectual conversation around those things. You should have someone in your personal board of directors who shares your personal values and has similar goals to you so they can relate And you guys can talk about and plan for those things and be excited about life together around those things. And you need a mentor, someone who's walked the path that you're trying to walk so you can learn from them and not have to make all of the same mistakes that they did. You can learn from their mistakes. So who might you need to add to your personal board of directors? And a follow-up question to this So here's question number eight. Who might you need to inch out of your inner circle? Who should you maybe be spending less time with in the new year? Is there anyone in your inner circle that's dragging you down, pulling you back? Is there anyone in your life who's doing you more harm than good? We are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. And so when you look at those people, 
what do, what do their what do their averages look like? Are they good? <laughs> they have good things going for them in their lives that are rubbing off on you? Or are they not in a good place? Are they surrounding themselves with not so good people? Are they involving themselves in activities and doing things that you don't like or agree with? Surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up and make you better, people that you can learn from. That's going to help propel you forward in the new year. And here are questions number nine and 10. I'm grouping them together here because they're like birds of a feather. So those questions are, where am I right now? And where am I trying to go? What's the vision that I have for my life moving into this new year? So this is where you really look back at all the previous questions that you answered. It's getting really clear on where you are now. I'm in this career. I'm surrounded by these people. My relationships look like this. My emotional health looks like this. My, my physical health is good or needs improvement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get clear on where you stand in your life right now because this is crucial to you creating the plan after you answer the next question of where you're trying to go. And this would be where some of the goal setting or the intention setting comes into play. Again, look back at all of your answers to the previous questions. You're going, okay, I want to end up in this new position in my career in the new year. I want my relationship to improve in this way. I want my emotions to stop controlling me and for me to have control over my emotions. I want to start eating healthier, working out more. I want to earn more money. I want to add a mentor to my life. I want more playtime and for, you know, to not take myself so seriously, maybe. It's really painting the picture here for what the vision is for the next year, what you see for yourself, what you want for yourself. The vision is your destination on the map of life. So when you ask, where am I trying to go? You're talking about What does that destination, that vision, look like? The big question is really, it's simple, but it's big. It's what do you want? Like, what do you really want for yourself in life? And it's amazing how many people struggle to answer this question. And I think that, and this is just my personal opinion, but I think that it's just because We don't spend enough time thinking about that. We're just living our lives on autopilot. We get stuck in the daily grind, just, you know, going after one task on our to-do list after the next, handling one demand over the next. And we don't reflect enough and think enough about what we really want for ourselves. So as you're doing your end-of-year reflection, you're thinking forward and looking forward into the new year, take some time to really think about that for yourself. What do you really want? And then go after it. 
wholeheartedly because you can have it. Whatever it is that you want for yourself, whatever that life looks like in that vision that you're painting, it is up to you to manifest that, to create that, to make that become your reality. You're creating your reality around you every single day. And so what is that right now for you? That's that question of where am I now? The reality that you're currently sitting in is one that you've created for yourself. And so how do you want that to look different? Where are you trying to go? Where do you want to be instead? What do you really want? Because you can create that reality too, just like you created the one you're currently in. That is a fact. So let's recap the 10 questions. Question number one, what was the best part of your year? Number two, what do you want more of or what do you want to start doing in the new year? Three, what do you want less of or what would you like to stop doing? Sometimes these are referred to as like anti-resolutions. It's like deciding something that you want to stop doing instead of coming up with all sorts of new things that you want to do. It's kind of fun, anti-resolution. Number four, what am I already doing well that I'd like to continue doing? Five, what was the most challenging part of your year? Six, what did you learn about yourself? Seven, who might you need to add to your personal board of directors? And eight, who maybe do you need to remove from that personal board of directors, that inner circle of yours? Nine and 10, where are you now? Where are you trying to go? What is the vision that you have for your life? What do you really really want for yourself. If you take the time to answer all of these questions for yourself, and maybe it's lighting a candle, putting on some good music in the background, like really set the scene for yourself to get into this deep place of reflection, because this, these are not questions that you can just answer quickly and on a whim. They are questions that you do. They're questions that, that do require going inside of yourself, really thinking back on the past year. I had to think pretty hard about some of these questions to come up with answers. And so make it a fun experience. Set the scene. Take some time to make this a whole fun end of year experience, beginning of the year experience for you. And let it become a tradition because I know That if you do this every year, you are going to see some massive positive changes happen in your life. And isn't that the goal for us to just keep growing and getting better and ultimately lead a life we can love? Yes, (laughs) that is my goal for sure. And my goal with this podcast to help you lead a life you can love. So cheers 
to 2024, y'all. Until next time. Bye now.